Good morning. It's Sean here. There's a couple more people that are probably coming in soon. So I'm going to put us in lecture mode and pray us in. So I'm so grateful and thankful to be here today. I'm placing my hand on my heart, taking a few deep breaths, and realizing how thankful we are to have our teacher, Jennifer, who provides us the space to share and grow together. So grateful that she provides her love and prayers to lift us up. And thankful we are able to open our hearts and share our breakthroughs, our successes, and our do-overs. And realize that we can make a difference by transmuting all our feelings of lack, limitation, and fears into love. Dear God, bless this call. And allow everyone here now and everyone who will listen later to receive the benefits because we are all one with all life. We are infinite, perfect love. We are limitless abundance and harmony with our true selves. Allow us to be the peaceful and loving presence to our families and community, our city, our country, and the world. Together, we will heal because we are one. With grace and gratitude, we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. So I've placed everybody on interactive mode. And please share who's on the phone. This is Sean from Miami, and I'm here with Angela from Rhode Hi, Island. everybody. Hi, everybody. Yes. Hi, this is Jen in Atlanta. Hi, this is Courtney from Wilmington, North Carolina. Hi, this is Michael from Vancouver in Canada. Hi, hi this is Isabel from Sault Ste. Marie, Canada as well. Hi, this is Carol from Sacramento, California. Is there anyone else that wants to introduce themselves? If not, we can start the call. So who wants to go first? Uh, Can you guys hear me okay? I'm on Bluetooth on speaker, and I want to make sure that you're not getting bad feedback or echo before I start sharing. We can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, great. fine. Okay, great. Um, hi, but everybody. Do, do you have an echo? There is an echo. 
Okay, yes. so hold on a yeah. second. Let me shut my car off. Okay. Much better. Much better. Okay, great. Um, Still an echo. So, Still an echo. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was going to say, it's not completely. There we go. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I'm just going to. Perfect. Can you guys? Okay, great, great. Hi, everybody, and happy Saturday. Um, I just want to say a big thank you uh, to everybody for just for, for being present, for being on this call. Um, I've had a tough time in the last week or so, I'd say maybe a week or two weeks. Um, it seems to... I seem to be going on a roller coaster, so I'll go up and have some really great things happening, some doors opening um, with the business, um, things healing and relationships with my family, with my mom and dad, um, other other things coming into my life that I had had in the past, in the recent past prayed for that I'd never been able to receive before, and that's wonderful. And then I'll have days where, I feel completely lost, and I don't know, I couldn't tell if I was listening to spirit or if I'm listening to my ego, um, what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And so I I actually had a great opportunity Monday night, and so because I met, I networked with somebody Monday night, I missed the class, and I finally listened to it last night. And what Jennifer was saying about um you know, how do you know if you're listening to the ego or to the Holy Spirit? And it, you know, she was describing her example when she was trying to, you know, break into the film industry as a screenwriter that she was told a couple of times that, you know, her her stories were not um, what Hollywood was looking for. And so she took that after she spent all this time and money pursuing that, she took that as a hint and said, okay, well, let me let me reopen myself to see what else I might be able to do. And so in my, in my venture of trying to break back into the film industry here in Atlanta, there's so many parallels, it's, it's insane, but um, I'm finding that when I explain to people, I'd say 50% of the people that I explain my company to and my vision for my company they love it, and they find that there's such a need for it. And then I go and try to explain it to um, somebody who I think I might be able to get in with or get their support, and they would be somebody in more of a higher-up position, and I get completely shut out from them. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if I'm being told that I need to do this by myself, which could very well be the case. Or if I'm being, if I'm aiming higher than what I should be aiming for, I just, I don't know. And I don't know if, if I'm just, I guess, I loved what she said when she said, you know, if you're experiencing, you know, things that are stopping you from getting there, that it's probably the spirit saying we've got something better in store for you or, you know, listen to what you're doing and don't think with your head. And I guess I'm trying to, I want to pray and I want to ask for support in prayers and trying to decipher if 
it's resistance and reluctance that's popping up in my life. And so then I have to look inward and um, maybe forgive myself for something from the past or, you know, continue to solidify my self-confidence so that I can break through that resistance or reluctance. Or if that spirit saying, go a different way. And I can just, um, you know, I don't know how far I'm supposed to push, how hard I'm supposed to push to get through to some people or if I need to just walk away from those people and go towards the people, you know, who are saying, yes, that's awesome, that's awesome. Um, My thing is that I know I need to have a workshop so that I can just start my business. And my fear is that I'm not going to get any customers without somebody else tagging along with me, without without going at it at a joint effort um, with somebody else. I, I guess in a way I, wow, I think I'm just answering my own questions in a way I feel like I'm alone. But if I partner up, then I know I'm not alone. So I don't know. I'm I'm all over the place. I'm sure you guys can hear it in my storytelling. And I could just use your support and prayers and, um, I know you guys are always really awesome about, you know, posting common feelings that you've had, uh, similar feelings that you've had and how it was that you handled that. And, um, yeah, so I'm just throw, throwing that out there. Thanks for sharing, Jenny. Um, before I um, mention what I was thinking as you were speaking, I just wanted to mention that Christy is on the line from Atlanta, and she was just checking in from the Internet and sending each of us lots of love and a big virtual <laughs> hug. But as you were, I, what came to mind when you were speaking, Jenny, is I was thinking when you're Dealing with the higher ups, so I wonder if you're giving to get. I, I think that yeah. Sometimes when I give to get, I don't experience what I'm expecting. That that I that did that thought did cross my mind too. Um, yesterday was a hard day for me because I was so excited, uh, waiting to hear back from the the head of the. Um, Actors Conservatory for the Screen Actors Guild here in Atlanta, and I was so excited to hear a response back from him that we would talk yesterday, and uh, when I, you know, I didn't hear from him when he said he would call, and I, you know, was listening to a class, and then after the class, I kind of fell asleep a little bit, and the phone rang, and when I woke up and answered it, it was him, and so I, I didn't really get my thoughts together, and so when I told him about myself and what I wanted to do, I told him exactly what I didn't want to tell him. (laughs) Like, I went in the complete opposite direction, and I beat myself up about it afterwards because it ended up getting him to to shut me out a little bit, but the truth is, is that I don't yet have the, you know, what I'm up against, the, the teachers that they're looking for are people who have proven 
success, and I'm just getting back into the game. And so, but I, but I did, but that thought did cross my mind. It's like, well, am I giving to get? And here, I think I'm, I'm offering to contribute to their mission because we have the same mission, and yet at the same time. My goal was to get in good with them, so maybe I am giving to get with that. Does anybody else have anything they want to add? It, it makes me think about something that I was encountering at work earlier this year. Um, I was a corporate tax accountant for 20 years, and I switched over to IT. And um, for a long time, I wanted to be part of this tax project. And I had this little icon on my name, and it was a little building block, and it said tax on it. And... About a month ago, I decided, you know what, I'm really not doing tax work. I'm supporting other departments. I'm going to just take tax out of my profile picture. And it, and it wasn't, and so I finally gave up the attachments for doing projects for tax. And um, it was like, like within 24 hours that they came to me and they told me, hey, we have this big project for you. And it was exactly the project that I wanted. And I think sometimes when we give up our attachments, or when I gave up my attachments, it just opened up other doors for me and gave me the projects that I wanted to work on. So I found that giving up the attachments have been really helpful for me. So maybe that, yeah, so looking at that, maybe it's... I because it's something that I aspire towards for so long, maybe I need to give up that attachment and just just be okay with knowing that I can do this on my own without without their sponsorship. I don't need their sponsorship. I don't need their approval. It seems like we maybe have that's... everything we need, yeah. And, <laughs> oh and sometimes God. I've noticed that things don't turn out like we want. And like you were saying before, it even is higher and better than we actually ever thought it would be. Mm. That's just my experience. Well, thank you. Thank you, because that, that's definitely... But I'm no expert. <laughs> <laughs> we all are experts in in our own way. <laughs> Yeah, I just noticed that when I leave things be, it, 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 I'm surprised at the outcome. Amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Jenny, this is Angela, and um, thank you for sharing. And I think what comes to me is that you know, we're in the class called Masterful Living, so we're learning to be masterful at things that 
in the past, um, you know, we thought we had to push and make it happen. And as Jennifer says, like, uh, push density and work our will. And, um, you know, a good business owner would be, you know, knocking on doors and sending emails and doing all the right marketing. And um, I agree with what's been said about, you know, allowing. And I think the other thing is that just knowing the deep down desire behind your idea, if it's always to be truly helpful. And the other thing that's come to me this week is that all situations in my life I'm seeing as opportunities to spread more love. No matter if it's a meeting or sending an email like that, even behind your project, being really clear about its motivation, that it's not at all self-serving, not that, you know, so that you can move so freely and you can move, like, whoever is not interested, it's totally fine. And that interaction is all about lovingly, you know, representing your idea with that kind of um, clarity and that it's from your heart. And then, so none of it has to be failure. So I'm just trying to, like, reframe all my interactions that, you know, I'm moving from inspiration and I'm moving from a place where it's just about bringing more love to this situation, every little part of it. And then whatever the outcome is, it doesn't even matter. So as Sean was saying, like, no attachment to the outcome, but more focus on how you move through the process of it. Thank you so much, Angela. Um, it 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 is that I can I can shift to that. I guess it comes to when it comes to you know how am I going to support myself? I mean, it's so interesting because um, I really when I was when I was totally one hundred percent connected, um, you know. For, for a couple of months there, um, I swear I didn't see my my bank account deplete at all. I swear it it stayed right where it was for a couple of months. It was amazing. It was bizarre. It was it was miraculous, you know. And um, I I'm I'm kind of going you know going up and down the spiral I guess quite a bit these days, and I I'm. Not sure if it's because I'm really trying to push density. Um, I, I guess I was thinking that I was listening to my steps and being divinely guided, but uh, maybe I need to just pay closer attention to that and really, you know, just go back to putting all my putting the energy that that is needed into the invisible, and then let everything and then let the vision begin to pull itself again instead of pushing that density. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that reminder. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, you're welcome. And your sharing will just be so helpful for everyone as we move through everything, anything. This is Sally from Ohio, and I've just joined the call. I have a quick comment. Is this clear for 
Can you hear my voice? Yes, we can. Okay, great. Well, I was just in a, a gathering this morning, and it was so wonderful to be able to share the one line from the course that always stands out for me is, in my defenselessness, my safety lies. And I remember that so, so, so often that when I start to, uh, you know, think I'm all powerful and effort at things and go into fighter mode and, you know, run myself a little bit crazy thinking I've got to do, do, do more, 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 I have a moment to say, oh, wait a minute, it's in my defenselessness that my safety lies and it, it resets me. So I share that with anybody listening to the call this morning um, as an offering um, that sometimes the simplest mantra in the mind can reset the whole physiology and change the day. So with that, I look forward to listening and, and joining the community now. Hi, this is Christy from Atlanta. And Sally, I appreciate what, what you were just sharing. and. Jenny, you know, um, we're prayer partners, so I'm always holding you in um, prayer and in love for the unfolding of your vision. And I just wanted to um, piggyback off of what Sally just shared from A Course in Miracles. And I walk through my day reminding myself, I I kid you not, hundreds of times an hour, what Jesus says in, in the Course, a healed mind does not plan. Now, for me, that feels absolutely nuts because I've spent my whole life strategizing, planning. I can write to-do lists until the cows come home. I have no less than seven whiteboards with massive world domination plans and strategies written all over them. And what's so ironic to me is that when I really began deeply exploring my spirituality, <clears throat> nothing has unfolded. Nothing. It's like I've hit a total roadblock for the past couple of years, and it is literally as if I am trying to push density. And I know in our Masterful Living um, workbook, the Spiral Round workbook, there's a a funny picture. It looks like she's pushing on a large stone, like um, uh, in Ireland, and and there's a caption or something about pushing density. And I'm like, this is me. And I can so relate to what Jenny's talking about because really if if we believe that this what's happening to us on this plane, on this level of existence is an illusion and that the spiritual principles of love, beauty, harmony, clarity, peace, abundance, um, if those principles are all that exist, at an energetic level, then I keep telling myself, Christy, if you would focus on those feelings and stop trying to morph them into what it looks like in the physical reality. Like, to me, abundance looks like this amount of money in my bank account. But what if it doesn't? What if abundance looks like something even wilder or more um, rich or fulfilling or satisfying. And then the other thing I tell myself throughout the day is, I don't know what's in my best interest. I have zero idea. When the ego is trying to paint a pretty picture for me of what I think would 
work out well and make me happy and do an Irish jig, the ego has no concept. So it's better if I focus on the relinquishment of the actual, what it looks like. And, and I'm, along with Jenny, an entrepreneur and trying to create businesses in, in form, in reality. So I haven't quite figured out how to master this tap dance between what are what am I supposed to be focusing on and is it spiritually adept to look at what I think is the right um, outcome, you know, and how do I listen to the voice? How do you even know the difference between the voice? And this morning I woke up thinking, the only clear answer for me is just to shut it, right? Shut my own ego voice, zip it, and go into stillness. It's when, when I'm in that stillness and relaxation, like just let it all go <clears throat> and trust. And we're in the trust and faith portion of Masterful Living, and that's huge. And one thing I did a week ago was decided I am going to go and enroll in Jennifer's spiritual counseling intensive, her week-long training. And I've been thinking about this since she advertised it. Um, it's been a couple of months, and I missed the first early bird special, right, where you get a couple hundred dollars off. And I missed the second one, and I was really dragging my heels and thinking, I don't know, should I do this? It's, and my ego was pushing the form of what this would look like and every objection started cropping up but it was an interesting experiment in allowing the voice of spirit to be louder than the voice of ego and I I promise you it got to the point where last Saturday I was in tears that's how strong the voice of spirit was and that's how badly my ego was battling that Um, and I finally broke down and clicked the pay button, and once I did, it, it I have felt almost suspended in a surreal state of, of emotion and anticipation and excitement and fear and all of that because it's a step in a direction for me that I never imagined that I would take. Um, and all the ego voices, like, who am I to do this? And, you know, you have no business um, taking this training, et cetera. All the ego voices are there, but there's there's this real gut level knowing that it's like a tractor pull, that tractor beam of energy pulling you towards what feels right. And I just share that because it's the first time in my life, I'm 47 years old, that I suddenly realized this is what it feels like to not be um, resisting the voice of spirit. It is irresistible. It is. It will not leave you alone. You will be restless. I was talking to a friend of mine last night, and and I said to her, I've always said to some of my clients who have been more spiritual, you know, God has written something in a fiery inscription on the soft flesh of your heart. And until you heed that, until you read it and heed it and and surrender to it, you'll always feel restless and anxious. You you won't be at peace. And, And, of course, in Miracles, it also says, a sure sign that you've chosen correctly is is that you're peaceful, that you're joyful. And so I just share that because um, anytime we're trying to create something informal, we have an idea of what we should be or should do or that we need anybody outside of ourselves to make anything happen. It's all one mind. And 
it was a profound experience, and I hope that that can help you, Jenny. And I, I know we're praying right after this call, but and I hope it can help anybody else who's experienced something similar. So thanks for letting me ramble and put that out there. Yes, that is wonderful. Wonderful. I love that. Thank you, Christy. You're welcome. And I and, and when when you talk about and just I mean you know when you when you do talk about the the spiritual part when you do start start kind of uh, talking about A Course in Miracles and, and lessons that you've learned from there. And like I mentioned last week, I mean, that totally um, kind of opened my eyes. I had no idea really what A Course in Miracles was all about. But I can tell you that whenever you start talking in that terminology, you light up. I mean, I, I, I'm, we're on the phone, and I can just hear you light up. So, it's, yeah. It's really you. nice to hear when yes. I'm just going to stay on mute now because my I know my phone echoes. Sorry. This is Sally again from Ohio. Uh, I'm wondering if anybody would be willing to bring me up to speed with where we are in our book, in our discussion. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit behind because I've been traveling a lot and teaching and learning uh, from various locations. So if anybody would be willing to uh, just kind of bring me up to date with where we are focused, um, then I might be able to. Uh, jump in the discussion a little more clearly. Thanks. Hey, Sally, it's Christy. I'm not sure I'm going to do a great job of catching you up, so everybody else jump in, but... um, and and this would be a question I would have for others, too. I don't think that we have a planned, logical progression through the workbook. Um, uh-huh. I, yeah, I think I think there are sections that may or may not correlate with where we are, like in the month of May. I know Jennifer just started a series. So what I think she's doing is 
she has four or five classes on a theme. And so the theme in May is going to be trust and faith. There may or may not be exercises. Yeah, there may or may not be exercises in the workbook that correlate to that. But I noticed that um, when I took Finding Freedom, it was she would give you the video class and then she would say, do this portion in your workbook. And that's missing in Masterful Living. So it's almost like you get to match up you know, the exercises that you, you feel ready to do. Sometimes I think she'll suggest doing an exercise, but it doesn't seem to be a clean um, synchronization between the two. It's like do the workbook at your own pace, do what you want. I could be totally wrong. Someone can correct me. And then, But she did make a recommendation last Monday's class, Monday night, to get a book from the bookstore the Masterful mm-hmm. Living Bookstore. Did you hear that? No, I did not. Okay. So if you go to the Masterful Living um, course page, she's got um, a tab there called Book Recommendations, and the book is called No Limit. It's in her, she has an Amazon affiliate store, so it's in mm-hmm. her Amazon, and it's by Joe Vitale, V-I-T-A-L-E. Yeah. Thank you. I have I have actually read I have read some of that and so I will oh. get back familiar with that again and um thank you so much. Your uh summary it was very comforting and it helped me to just I wanted to be sure I wasn't missing something, you know, and just touch base in. So thank you for comforting me with that and I'd love to hear any additional comments as well. Thanks. Yeah. Sally, it's Sean. Um, there's really no set assignments. Um, it's kind of go as you you please. Um, she talked about zero limits and the Ono Pono prayer, and mm-hmm. she recommended that book. But nothing is it's all suggested. Nothing is mandatory, and you're not behind. And. I, <laughs> Uh, and 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 you know you can choose any exercise or any part that 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 speaks to you, and and anything you work on will help you to expand. So you're not behind. <laughs> well said. Thank you so much, Sean, and thank you, Christy. Thank you. You're welcome. And she also meant to, mentioned to do, um, I don't know if it was last week, but I know what was really helpful for me was the, the section where she has proving God and doing the, the divine experiments. And, and that's always been very helpful to me. And you can do one or many or whatever seems to work for you. But I really enjoy that. Thank you. I think it's time for me to do another divine experiment. So thank you for nudging me on that one. Yeah, and it's interesting how it doesn't always work out like you expect, but it really does work (laughs) out for your best, for our best. Amen. Hey, guys. um, So... 
I'm trying to piece it together from your conversations. So is this um, A Course in Miracles? Is this a separate section that Jennifer has? No. It, it's, I think her teachings are based upon A Course in Miracles. You don't have to me. I believe that. Sorry, also, sorry, I had muted her out. Go ahead, Jenny. I'm sorry. I just heard a lot of wind, so I muted you, but you might oh, have missed what you no, shared. I'm... That's okay. Um, no, I was just trying to find out where, so it just, it sounded like maybe A Course in Miracles, that, that there was a, a place that... Somehow I miss the communication of picking up A Course in Miracles. I mean, I know she mentions it all the time in class, but I just figured it was a separate class that, you know, the people who were taking it would understand what she was talking about, and then everybody else could kind of, you know, um, just kind of not, you know, not worry about it, maybe join when they're ready to. Um, Jenny, I think... I think this is Jenny. I would say that The Course in Miracles is the foundational book for Masterful Living. And if you have a chance to uh, access The Course in Miracles and um, explore that a little bit, I would say that it is the course. This It is the Masterful Living course. And, of course, we are the Masterful Living course. What we bring to the table, what we learn from our personal adventures, uh, and um, certainly, this is a book that has uh, great enduring truths. Okay, and, and okay it's starting to make sense. <laughs> and sometimes it's difficult to get into um, when you first pick up the book, but what's been really helpful for me and probably other students is she has a Tuesday morning um, radio show on Unity FM, and it, it's it's she reads pieces of the course and she talks about it and it's in general terms. So sometimes that would, that's very helpful. And she has all like 200 or 300. I don't even know how many she has, but she has um, radio shows that she can listen to on iTunes or Stitcher. If you have an Android. um, Okay. That really break it down into Real simple term terminologies, and you can pick like what 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 theme kind of calls to you, but it's all based on a course of miracles, but it's Jennifer's teaching, so if you're accustomed to her teachings, it's really useful okay and I'll add, sure, and Jenny, I'll add one thing. The course was written, I believe around nineteen seventy five it was written by a woman named Helen Schuckman who uh, is a, was a Jewish uh, professor uh, from Harvard, I believe, University. and From um, Columbia. And I think she was um, atheist at the time. She was raised you. Jewish, but atheist. Thank yeah. you. I knew I would have somebody chime in with corrections. Uh, yeah, so she was atheist, raised Jewish, and had an experience of uh, hearing uh, like um, channeled type information uh, that was coming from a source that she came to recognize as Jesus. 
And so she wrote. She decided not to argue, not to analyze, and just to begin writing. And then shared it with another professor by the name of Bill Tepford. And uh, he pretty much told her, keep writing. And this is amazing material. And he transcribed it from her shorthand into uh, a typed format. And um, this is really how the course sprang forth from these two individuals who took dictation and uh, wrote what was being, uh, uh, what was coming through them. And uh, it's a fairly miraculous way that the course even came into being. And many great teachers like Jennifer have taught from this course. And uh, it's it's been an amazing awakening in the last, uh, since 1970, since its inspiration, 75, I think. Maybe it was earlier than that. But I came upon the course around 1977. So it's been a long journey of uh, living this book, living the principles of the book, and certainly Masterful Living is a wonderful format for doing that in a community. And that's all from Sally for today. (laughs) Sally, that was a great recap. This is Christy. And that doesn't have to be all from you today. You're sharing some great <laughs> stuff. Thanks. <laughs> oh, thank you, Christy. Thank you so much. And there's tons of stuff you can find on YouTube from explaining to how it got started or different teachers. I mean, there's just a wealth of information out there. And I have to admit, it has totally changed my life. And every time I read it, I see something different. Or every time I hear somebody speaking about it, And it's all basically coming from love and not fear. And it keeps going over the same things over and over again from a different perspective. So if you don't get it one way, you get it another way. Amen, amen, amen. (laughs) This is is Linda from MLC3. I just wanted to say... um, with the Course in Miracles, I've read it off and on since the late 70s. And I, it was like reading Greek when I first started reading it. And what really helped me to understand it more was reading Gary Renard's book, Disappearance of the Universe. I don't know if it was the book or just something clicked in my head or if it was just the right time, but that was very helpful to me. Um, and um, I agree with Sean, the the Course in Miracles, um, along with the community of Masterful Living, has completely changed my life. So I recommend it to everybody. <laughs> Thanks. This is Isabel. Um, I second the motion for Gary's book, um, this is The uh, Disappearance of the Universe. That's how I you know, found masterful living. But it simplifies, I think, uh, A Course in Miracles. And that just led me to studying The Course in Miracles. And like everyone says, it's really made a difference. But I think with Jennifer, she's adding another dimension, which is living The Course in Miracles. Exactly. And really it is all about living it. 
it's it's a, it's not just a study is a study, and we learn that cerebrally, and that's nice. Living it is is where it becomes grounded and embedded in our relationships and in our daily practice of how we show up, and that's where the mad. That is where that's that's where miracles happen. And and so I will also join the choir of those who have said that this book and living this book has changed their life forever. Um, really, there was a point in my life where I was, um, and this was before the course, I was pretty much choosing to live a dead woman. You know, I wasn't really an alive woman. And I wasn't a happy woman. And I lived in fear. And there was a point where I realized I have a choice. And every day I need to revisit this choice and the choice is, am I living in fear or am I living in love? And when it became that clear, every decision I was able to view in light of, is this a decision for love or is this a decision out of fear? And it clarified, it clarified my choices, it clarified my thinking and definitely clarified my conviction to live in courage and live in faith and live in love. And this it is, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. You know, we grow up in a culture, a tribal consciousness that doesn't necessarily endorse living in love. Um, we even come from religious backgrounds that don't exactly endorse living in love. And so at first I remember feeling like a pioneer woman and at times feeling like, Am I completely crazy here? And then thinking, you know, I may be crazy, but there's no other way for me to live because I refuse to live a dead woman. I refuse to live a terrorized woman. And I refuse to live a victimized woman, which um, those are powerful words when uh, every cell in your body begins living differently. So I guess I did have more to share. (laughs) Thanks for y'all being here. <laughs> Your shares are great, Sally. Keep sharing. Oh, yes, you. I agree. And you know what else is helpful for me? There's another book. Um, it's and I think Jennifer had them on one of her um special programs. I can't remember what it was, but it was by Alan Cohen, and it's a oh, course yeah. of miracles made easy or simple or something like that. And that right. and yeah. And- is a quick read. And while we're doing books, we've got um, Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, which is, yeah, you, you can do the course throughout that book as well. Yeah. And one, the way I got introduced to the course was in 1990 when Marianne Williamson came on the scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, a, yeah. A return a, to love. Return to love. Yeah. And then I was also intrigued with where Jenny's head is about to explode with all these book recommendations, but um, Jampolsky, Gerald Jampolsky. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's tons, tons, like David Hoffmeister, and yes. he does free stuff. Every day he has a recording or, or something, or, or um, there's a wealth of information out there. Yeah, David is a <laughs> Lovely, lovely. And I don't know if it's my new addiction, but I listen to stuff three, four hours a day. <laughs> I do too. This is Christy. I do too. It is. It's like your soul is 
hungry for it. Just soaking it up. And I used to be so driven and so corporate and 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 just always having to do things. And and now I just it seems like I don't do anything, and my life just flows. And it's really made my life so much more simple. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Sean. I listen and to I David just accomplished so much more. Not not accomplished. Accomplished is probably not even the right word. I just feel so satisfied and fulfilled at the end of the day. Before, I think Jennifer always talks about, you feel like you're on a hamster wheel and you just keep going and going and going and you're not getting anywhere. And this has really catapulted my life forward. Yeah, this is Christy. I'll just share that one of the life-changing principles from the course for me has been that you know, I, I've spent most of my life immersed in personal development, self-improvement. There's something wrong with me. Go and buy a book, take a course, attend a webinar, go to a seminar, fix myself, right? Whether it's time management or communication, it's just I've always been fascinated with um, psychology and the idea of living a spectacular life and I even became certified as a life coach thinking, well, this will help me in my own journey. They say you teach what you need to know. And just blows all of that out of the water. And it basically says, reminds you, you're not broken. You are the essence of love. You are radiant, pure love. You're having a human experience. It's a dream and it can feel like a nightmare because the ego is dancing around in that dream and the course is just slowly waking you up and reminding you and the spirit is gently awakening you and to who you really are, what your true reality is. But what I really love about it is it says to me, this is me translating it for myself, stop freaking out about what you're supposed to do on this planet. Your only purpose is to be happy. And I'm like, what? Like, can you say that again? And I have to keep reading it again and again because it's for, for your soul to just know and for your mind to get it that your only function is to be happy. And that's God's will for you. And if you do nothing else, if you just relax and celebrate and play and be joyful and be happy by constantly choosing love, every time you have a thought, if it's either love or fear, just choose the love thought and you're, you're gold, right? It's gold. And that, for me, has been just fundamentally life-changing. And Sally, I can relate to what you were saying about not living dead, not living terrorized, not living victimized. Our world, this dream, right, that, that we're walking through wants to create more terror, more deadness, more um, victimization. And it's so refreshing to have, I, I honestly feel like a course that's like I'm clinging to it as a life raft um, because it is that fundamental reminder, hey, that's not, the, these messages, these voices of terror, whether they're coming at us from what feels like the outside, like through social media, regular media, you know, indoctrination, you know, religion, war, et cetera. It's 
it's not our reality. Um, so it just feels so incredible to hear you say, I chose to be happy. I chose to be alive. I chose to be fearless. I chose to be victorious. Um, and I just loved hearing that. Thank you for sharing. You, you are so welcome, and it felt great to say it, too. <laughs> and just one more thing on the book. I, I think the first third or half of the book really um, is about undoing the thoughts that you currently have. And, you know, we're raised to, to just do whatever it takes to be successful, and that's really not what makes us happy. So that's what the first part of the book is all about, or at least the lessons. So there's 365 lessons, one for each day. And they're really short. It takes 10 or 15 minutes a day, and you just contemplate them all day long. I don't know if you guys can hear me, Jenny. Um, so the other thing I noticed is, um, is that sometimes I'll see it written where there's the regular Course of Miracles and then there's the training guide. And it seems from what they write in there or from what I've heard is that the training guide is an easier book to read. I think it's different for everybody. But for me, I did the 365 lessons. And and I think Jennifer actually recommends to do um, the teacher's manual first because it explains a lot of the concepts. Um, but I, I, I think, Oh, got it, um, got it. And so I think really whatever works for you, you know, if you get a hold of the book, you could probably get it all online. It's a little bit more difficult than, for me than having the physical book. Um, but you, you just do whatever works for you. There's really no set plan. And another thing that's been helpful for me is in your, if you go on Meetup or if you go on the Internet, you can find various study groups, and you can study it with people that are like-minded. And I've met so many beautiful people that way. And this year, for the first time, I went to the Course in Miracles conference, and it was in Las Vegas, you wouldn't think they would have it there, but it was so perfect. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever done, and I met such beautiful and loving people. And I have a feeling we're going to be friends forever, the people that I've met. So that's my thought. And I see it's getting to be time. It's 11.55 or five minutes of or somewhere else. So I was wondering if anybody else had any last-minute shares or something that they wanted to um, to ask for prayers, and then Angela's going to pray us out. So last chance to share. And thank you, everybody. The discussion on Course in Miracles is one of my favorites.
I'll, I'll have to say one last thing. <laughs> I know I've shared a lot on this call, so I hope... No, that's fine. Talking. That's what it's for. Um, so, oh my goodness. Um, last conversation or through the, the Facebook about dealing with my mother and um, just the healing special relationships and making them whole. And I did find the Course in Miracles. Um, one, you know, I listened to one episode or another episode here. That, it was the one on transforming special relationships. Well, my mom and dad were in town this weekend. My mom's birthday was a couple of days ago. And uh, the first visit that we had this week was I handled myself really well, um, but it it was a very, very tough meeting. And so when I knew we were going to meet again and I went and bought her a little gift and her birthday card, and when I was looking through the greeting cards at all these, you know, different cards with different sayings that they have for your mother on her birthday, and I thought, I was reading through them and I thought, I can't get that because that's not how I really feel. I can't get that because that's not how I feel. <laughs> and in the meantime, I'm I'm offering the whole thing up to you know, HHSS and um, God and the whole spiritual universe and just saying, okay, I'm willing to sit back and let you do whatever work it is that you have designed for me to do um, while I'm reading these cards and thinking and getting all upset thinking that I can't give that. That's not how I feel about my mom. That's not true about my mom. That, da, 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 da. So I ended up going with a card that was almost blank. <laughs> it was very... Um, third person, uh, just saying, you know, uh, mom, the reason why people love you is because you do this, you do that. So it wasn't saying that I felt that you did this, you did, it was that people respond to you because you do this and you do that. And I know she does a lot of volunteer work. Um, but when we ended up meeting and I was a little bit nervous about it, but I went into the meeting and everything that I said, I didn't feel about her. When I left the lunch with my mom and dad, that is exactly how I felt about them. And I think that's the first time that I've ever felt that way about them. That, you know, how much they've done and, and how kind they are. And, you know, it, it just it just was really, really nice. And there there were things that, that happened when we all sat down that have never happened before. So in the past, it's always been mom and dad will sit on one side of the table and then I have to sit on the other side and I feel like I'm being interviewed, you know, um, just because they stick together so tightly. And part of the struggle with the, the other day's meeting is that they wanted to sit together and I said, I want to, I want to feel more collaborative. I don't want to feel like, you know, it's you guys sitting across from me. And so then this time when I went to the, the restaurant, not only did they say that they loved the restaurant and they that they would come back again, but they also, when I walked in, they were sitting on opposite sides. So I got to pick who I was going to sit next to. And it just, it was just really, really, really wonderful and peaceful and just amazing. And that's it. And I'm sorry I took up all that, that extra five minutes telling that story. I hope I didn't uh, cut anybody else out of talking. Oh. 
Well, I'll step in. This is Angela, and please don't apologize because um, inevitably your share is healing you and someone else and the one mind, and it's coming up for healing. So we fully invite that in our in our community. So thank you. And um, I will just uh, again thank everyone, and I really want to thank Sean and applaud Sean. You did an awesome job. Um, piloting this airplane, so nice work, and uh, I'll put it into lecture mode so that we can uh, just quiet, we pray ourselves out, so wherever we find ourselves, we'll just take a moment, if you can't close your eyes, we'll just take a deep breath, and just centering in all the love, all the learning. All the love, all the learning, all the sharing, the support, and just centering in the gratitude we have that we're on this path. So fortunate to be interested, to be who we really are, to operate from the I Am Presence, to operate from our higher Holy Spirit Self. So grateful that our real answer is the allowance, the quieting down, the being still, the listening, not as much the doing, the being, and the pushing. So grateful that what our path really is, is just allowing the love of God to be fully present in us. So we just release all the stories, the blocks, the heaviness of the other way of doing things. But it's really back to gratitude that we can be sharing these ideas together, that we have a safe space, grateful that all the places and lessons, experiences that everyone is having, that we're all benefiting from them. Grateful that when we speak our own experience, again, we are healed and we share this healing. So we just release the need to apologize for any sharing that we're doing. And we thank ourselves for fully showing up today and sharing. And we bless our brothers and sisters on the path, those showing up in our lives, all the people in our lives who are playing their roles in helping us heal and forgive the world and be our true selves. We bless the week ahead. We know all the prayers in our hearts are already answered. And we give great thanks. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Angela. Yeah. Amen.